And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. Howdy-do, Positive Head listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. What did you say, howdy-do? I said howdy-do, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit it, but it happened, it came out, and we're going to leave it there. Uh, oh, we are? Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid to admit that too, and we're not going to delete this intro. We're not? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Seriously though, we're not going to delete this, Dalian, it's a howdy-do kind of day. Uh, no, I. that's fine, okay. I didn't say we shouldn't. <laughs> no, uh, that's great, that's great. If you guys that's could cool. just see the pain on Dalian's face. Uh, yeah, that had a visual component that I'm afraid won't get that, across. Huh? That just reminded me, yeah, the pain on your face. What I want to start doing is live streaming our recordings. Um, of course, Facebook Live. Uh, we played around with this a little bit on Periscope, but um, yeah, I think that's something, guys, that we're going to start doing uh, here soon if you want to uh, kind of tune in as we're recording so you'll get sort of the unedited. I mean, there, we don't do much editing. There's like... Very little editing, but there's a little bit, and so you'll just kind of catch it live as we record, if you so desire. Yeah, that's going to be a whole new thing, though, because a fully live, positive head broadcast is, yeah, it's going to get a little weirder. It's going to get a little It's it's really more sim- interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, it's simple, though. I mean, it's literally, I'll just turn on recording, and we'll do what we do. Right. People well, can watch it as much as they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be flaws in there for sure, which is whatever, you know, it's just perfectly uh, imperfect alien. Yes. But there will be also other bits of weirdness that, uh, normally gets filtered out. Wink. I am uh, hinting at things that have been edited before that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Just as recent as a few minutes ago. Did you, are you going to (laughs) edit? Uh, what? No. Oh, of course not. I mean, (laughs) except for the one thing. Wink. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to edit any of this, if that makes sense, Brandon. This is all perfectly fine. Good. Except for now that you just made it weird. Well. I'm going to have to edit that <laughs> silence. Oh, God, help me here. I'm oh, sinking. Gosh. I know we shouldn't smoke crack before we start recording. It always just throws a wrench in things. <laughs> well, everything's still fine from my point of view. I okay, don't know good, what good. Well, let's, there may be. Let's jump into the show, shall we? Yes. All right. So... We don't, let's see here. What are we going to talk about? Uh, reviews. Um, I don't have a fresh review this morning to share, but please, if you will, take. Boo. Yeah. No, Sorry. That's okay. 
Boo. I mean, <laughs> whatever. It's all good. <laughs> uh, please take a moment to review us on iTunes if you haven't done so already. It helps us to, to reach new people. And also, uh, if you guys are willing to share the podcast, if it's having a positive effect on your life, help us to spread the positivity. As we always talk about, it's sort of... I mean, I always say there's no selfless act. So even this show, first off, it's, you know, we're, we're talking about teaching, talking about what we most need to learn, Dalian and I. The fact that you guys are uh, enjoying and benefiting and resonating, that's a huge plus. No selfless act. Same with sharing it. If you, you know, if you are resonating, share it. What you, what you put out comes back. And that's a, a beautiful thing um, to, to give and also know that you you know, you you are going to feel the energetic repercussions of sharing and giving, and it helps us to reach new people. And yeah, spread the positivity if you could, if you would, a friend, a family member on social media. Uh, we really, really appreciate those of you doing that. Um, and uh, yeah, you have, uh, well, we're not going to do a story today. We'll mix it up a little bit, but you do have like sort of a, a cool little thing you stumbled across daily and that you wanted to share with the listeners, right? Yeah, I wanted to give the listeners uh, over 2,000 classes um, for free, uh, university courses that I am uh, oh, putting on. Oh, you're no, actually putting no. on all those classes? Wow, yeah. dude. Oh, I am you hilarious. Are, you're I am pretty, such a philanthropist. Busy. Yeah, I'm bestowing my alien wisdom upon the masses. It's some sort <laughs> you're of You're definitely like, going to have to channel some, some high technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I was, um, yeah, I was going flippant there for a minute with my telling of the story. But no, what this is, Brandon, is a... Um, an article I found on uh, futurism.com, the site to which, uh, you know, your friend and podcast interviewee Jordan Lejuan is now associated, uh-huh. formerly of, of high existence, right? Yep. And uh, they are uh, telling us about how MIT, MIT is making this available, Brandon. So, I mean, you know, a incredibly prestigious uh, institute, university, college, higher education center, place with teachers. Um, no, MIT is uh, yeah making over two thousand classes available. It's called the MIT Open Courseware, and it's really pretty awesome. I mean, I saw that there's everything there. What from physics to something I'd be interesting interested in checking out as soon as possible: music recording techniques and audio production. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Wow! From MIT cool. for free, available like lectures and yeah. yeah I mean, all that's that a very prestigious school, and to have two thousand classes available, we are. In the information age is definitely upon us where you can access all that stuff for nothing. I mean, think how much it would cost to go there and you can just pick and choose what you want to learn. And yeah, that's a cool, cool, cool share. Thank you. Yes, I felt like I had to share that, even though, you know, of course, it's not much of a story, more more of like a cool link right? or a bit to make available. But yeah, this could really actually even make, you know, a big difference in someone's life out there possibly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. So they just go to the MIT website. Did you say that? Oh, yes. Um, actually, let me look up the URL. OCW.MIT.edu. So um, OCW, I'm sure, stands for Open Courseware. Just put that in front of the MIT.edu. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Open Courseware is this um, page that, um, yeah, you ought to bookmark as soon as you go there on your browser. Excellent. Excellent. Well, moving right along. Thank you again for that share. That's super cool. I'm gonna check that out myself. I wish I had more alien technology to help me juggle my time. Uh, know, and and huh? by the way, that guys, you know, I'm getting more and more contact from listeners and uh, it's, uh, I will eventually respond to everyone. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm working on my space time bending 
uh, abilities. <laughs> I have a lot going on, but uh, thank you guys all also who are constantly reaching out. And speaking of reaching out, we have a question, Dalian, that I want to address today from a listener. Uh, Ambrosia wrote in, and it's such a great question, um, one that I know many people out there will resonate with. So uh, let me just read it off to you guys real quick. Ambrosia says, hello, guys, I'm writing this in hopes that you could give me some advice around this topic. I've tried so hard to change my mindset about my job, but it seems every time I tried to change my mindset, I have a reminder of why I shouldn't be at my job. It's not as easy as just going out and getting a different job because my boss is paying me a good amount of money. My family is now accustomed to this amount of money and we're able to do things that we weren't able to do before. So I'm very grateful for my job in that regards. However, I feel drawn to do mediumship work or public relation work, both of which I'm very good at. I just don't know where to start. Any advice is much appreciated. Thanks, guys. Love your insight. Ambrosia. How many people can relate to this question, daily? Yeah, it's a really great <laughs> I mean, one. It Seriously. is the, the trap, right? You're stuck in the work trap. Um, so I want to just kind of, kind of, you know, break it down, look at it, share share some insights uh, from a video as well, or some an audio clip. Um, you know, she says here, I've cha- I've tried so hard to change, uh, but it seems every time I try to change, I have a reminder of why I shouldn't be at my job, and so. She's essentially thinking there's a problem with the job. Like, I I, want to change my mindset, but I shouldn't be here. Well, that's changing your mindset, of course, constantly back to why I shouldn't be. What's wrong with it? Uh, It's not as easy as just going out and getting a different job because my boss is paying me a good amount of money. Okay, what is she telling me? What's the story that, Ambrosia, you're sharing with me there? You're telling me. So what you're telling me is this job is the only job where you can make a good amount of money. This is like sort of the pinnacle of where the money comes from, right? Um, And I understand that maybe based off of your story, all you've seen up to this point, this is the pinnacle of your experience. But- uh, and, and I, once again, I understand the trap. I mean, you're, uh, you love the money, but you don't like what you're doing. There's more that you want to do. Well, what I want to say is this, it is all available to you to have it all, to have the job that you absolutely love. That calling of what you want to do is there for a reason, right? But what is the starting point? The starting point is to love what you have, to be grateful. And, and it sounds like you're already doing that. It sounds like there's a mixed vibration going on here, Dalian. You know, you've got some gratitude for what what is good from it. But also, uh, you know, I, I have a reminder of why I shouldn't be at my job. That's not actually true. <laughs> you are supposed to be at your job. Know why I know it? Because you're there. <laughs> and there's never been a mistake that's ever happened. You're exactly where you need to be to, to lead you to the next greatest and grandest version of yourself is what I would say. So where you're at now, stop and fully move into a state of appreciation for it. Fully move into how wonderful it is. Fully move into what you need to do is find the beauty in being there. Find the the energy uh surrounding full appreciation full in this mixed vibration is is you know you're it's like you're part part way there uh in some regards so and we need to tell a different story about it's not as easy as just going out and getting a different job it's as it's as easy as you changing your vibration is what it's as easy as because everything that appears in your reality in the form of an opportunity a money-making opportunity a job is a vibrational reflection of what you've been offering so 
You don't need to go out and, any, and do anything. You know, as Osho says, one of my favorite teachers, don't just do something, sit there. Well, what is he saying? He's saying, don't just try and make something happen in the external world. Spend time managing your vibration. I ask you this, Ambrosia, are you spending 10, 15 minutes a day uh, visualizing, drumming up the feeling of what it would be like to actually have a different job doing these different, you know, these, these different types of work that you feel drawn to do? Um, if not, that's one of the places to start. You know, Abraham, who we're going to actually share a video here or an audio clip. We've been on a roll with Abraham here lately, daily, and he's just like every question that we've had or whatever, they, you know, there's such a good response. And so I just like, why fix it if it didn't broken? There's certainly other teachers out there, but uh, definitely we're sharing Abraham the most these days. Um, but uh what Abraham has, I've heard talk about before, not in this particular video we're about to listen to, but if you can drum up the vibration for 17 seconds, it's like putting in hours and hours and hours and hours of like hard labor, let's say. That's just a way they kind of compared it. It's, it's, it's a very powerful act if you can drum up the vibration. So I would say start feeling appreciation for sort of being halfway there. Look where this job has led you. It's gotten you part of the way into manifesting that which you seek, having abundance for your family, right? Congratulations. A lot of people haven't gotten there yet. So instead of looking at what's half full about the situation, I mean, half empty uh, in the glass that is your situation, let's look at it as half full. Let's look at it as, wow, I'm part of the way there. And I need to really focus on that appreciation more, really focus on the fact that I'm here where I need to be for a reason. And it's nothing more than a, a stepping stone to much. There's infinite ways that abundance can be drawn to you, not just this job, uh, because this one boss is the only one that will pay you a good amount of money. There's ways you can go do the, you know, the work that you want to do on your own there's people that will come to you and attract into your into your field if you are a vibrational match for it there's there's infinite ways ways you haven't even thought of that these opportunities can come to you so i would recommend right off the bat making a practice to drum up the vibration of what it feels like to have that which you seek and change the story of it's not just as easy as it is just as easy as changing your vibration and you will see a reflective difference you will see opportunities appear there's infinite opportunities that can that can come your way i mean you know if i can take and uh, a company from an idea to you know uh bringing in mil, you know over you know 10 million dollars in, in annual revenue which only one in ten thousand entrepreneurs accomplish i've done that right that's like it's it's like beyond the odds right it's like it's so unlikely that a, an entrepreneur you know for me doing that and my partner's doing that nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine other entrepreneurs didn't get there right so is it just, oh, I just happen to be the really lucky one? No, it was all vibrational. It's all vibrational. I got into the vibrational alignment. So you can definitely get into vibrational alignment with more money. I know for a fact. And you may have uh, obstacles. You may have uh, ebbs and flows. I certainly have that, and I've shared that as well. But you keep jumping back on the right story. You keep jumping back on the right vibration. You may slip sometime. You're not going to get this perfect, and that's okay, too. I certainly haven't gotten it perfect. Um, but... Yeah, that's my 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 uh, feedback on this. Let's focus on telling a different story about what's possible and let's focus on managing your vibration. Let's be it to see it, right? We have a t-shirt on the website that says be it to see it. Maybe we need to send Ambrosia a be it to see it t-shirt. Actually, Ambrosia, I'd like to gift you a be it to see it t-shirt just as a reminder from me. So you write in again and I'll I'll send you one on uh, as a gift. Yeah, just tell her what color and size. Yeah, that's exactly, all. exactly. So, um, so yeah, um, 
you have to be it to see it. You have to be the vibrational match of this next part of your story now. Don't tell me what's happening out there. I don't care what's happening out there. That's a reflection of a past vibration you've offered. It's just gotten you this far. It's like you driving cross country and you're in Missouri and you say, yeah, but I can only make it to Missouri. It's like, yeah, keep going. It's there's, there's more still unfolding. You're not at a, you're not at a ending point. You're just on the, you know, the path is the goal. You're on the, on the journey. Yeah. I think that there, I, my name is Dalian, and I and I <laughs> and I, approve, I and I sometimes speak if Brandon will shut up for a moment. <laughs> and 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 I approve the message that was just delivered there. Yeah, it's um the that question is always a tricky one because there's a few instances where uh, I would say the question is pretty easy to answer, but uh, I think that's really not the case a lot of times. I think it's it's only relatively easy to sort of know where you stand on that when the job that's paying you a lot of money is also very toxic. Right. Like a lot of negativity. You know, some people, of course, are in those situations. But I think that what makes it tricky is for sure when it's that question of, okay, well, you know, this job pays me a lot. So I'm well off right now, but it's not what I really want to do with my life. So there's that conflict. Right. And and it's something that's becoming harder and harder to avoid. I mean, that's one of the things about Ambrosia's question that I think is so timely is that for so many people through one, I guess, device or another, life is just compelling us to do what we're really here to do. So doing something other than that is just getting harder, in my opinion. At least that's what I experience in my life. And, and I see it reflected in so many other people's lives. It's like, it, it's just just getting harder and harder not to live up to your sort of true potential, right? But uh, but yeah, it, I think it's something that for sure, like you said, you have to be careful to maintain an open mind. It's easy for people to get very dualistic thinking about things, right? Mm-hmm. So, or, or what we call black and white kind of thinking. So, of course, we'll think either I'm at the job that's, you know, paying me a good amount of money or I'm doing the other thing that, you know, where the income is a big question mark, but of course the satisfaction level will be high or, mm-hmm. or I can expect that it will be. And it's always some shade of the two, you know, there's always, you know, many layers of complexity where, you know, you'll have possibilities that if, if you're closed off to them, then they won't be real. But things that you, you know, ordinarily might not think of, right? Like, for example, your employer saying, oh, you know, it's totally fine. I was just going to tell you this, but it's totally fine for you to cut back your work here in our company to a very part-time basis because I was just going to, you know, have to, you know, give you this news essentially, right? And it was going to be a blow to you under other circumstances, but it just so happens to work out perfectly for your right wink. I mean, you know, there's so many stories of these sort of things work, working out so synchronistically. Yeah, yeah, the universe can just arrange uh, exactly. situations and that you can't even foresee. And it's not your job to foresee. That's the thing. We always are trying to think our way through it. You know, Ambrosia's trying to think her way through this. You know, uh, let's do what this next video talks about. Instead of quitting your job, let's f- stop focusing on thinking our way through it. Let's let's raise our vibration. So this is a, a, uh, I found this on the Mr. David Archer YouTube page. It's Abraham Hicks. Instead of quitting your job, raise your vibration. Take a listen. What would quitting look like? If for someone in the vortex, let's say you did raise your vibration. Would you just know intuitively that now I'm enjoying myself at work, it's fine, and I simply want to drive around in a smaller version of the monster bus and well, have fun at 50? Here, it's never a good idea to say that it's always this way, but here's a general view. If you, from your unhappiness, uh-huh. quit, 
then there's um, temporary poverty sets in in other words because the dollars stop flowing and that environment is usually not all that conducive to raising vibration although you might feel freer in not having to put up with the unpleasant things that you've been putting up with so usually things don't get much better and after an interim of unemployment there is usually the finding of another job that is pretty much at the vibrational level of the last one where if instead of quitting you decide that you're going to raise your vibration then one of two things happens you raise your vibration to the point that something much more pleasing reveals itself to you and so while you do quit you quit not in the spirit of leaving something unwanted behind but in the spirit of gravitating towards something wanted and then there's no lapse in pay you see so the question, but, and of course that's pretty obvious. Everyone would rather have a new shiny uh, opportunity, whether it's a job or a relationship waiting, than leave something unwanted and stand in that lackful interim uh, hoping for something else. In other words, we get how obvious the scenario is that we've laid out here. How the new job waiting is much better than the no, no job waiting. But... What most people don't understand that we understand so fully is that the potential for something wonderful right where you stand is huge if you can find a different frequency. And the, the, what, that, what that brings forward, what we really want you to consider is, are you letting what is control the level of your vibration or are you choosing the level of your vibration by meditating or by deliberately releasing resistance and then allowing the vortex which has trained your vibration to a higher frequency to evoke or to bring to it the details of life that match that. That's really where we started here today, as you can think your way through all of this, which usually just overwhelms you and leaves you coming to conclusions that are not accurate, flawed premise after flawed premise, or you can accept that you are a vibrational being, use your emotions to let you indicate as clear indicators of where you are vibrationally, make an intention to raise your vibration which simply means release resistance and as the vortex trains you into that higher frequency you will be astonished at how many wonderful things will show themselves to you there's a story jerry used to tell about acres of diamonds the story was that it was all right there in the backyard all along jerry said he used to use an expression bloom where you are and there are a lot of people that catch little snatches of that but we want to give you the universal law basis for all of this and what it is is you are an emitter of a vibration that you have control over but you like almost everybody else you know are doing a terrible job of controlling your vibrational emitting you're letting what you're observing be your reason for it, you see. And, and in this chaotic environment where you are receiving so much feedback on so many different subjects at so many different vibrational levels so rapidly, most of you are in a sort of vibrational chaos. And most are creating by default. Most are having knee-jerk reactions to what they're observing and then complaining about what comes back in response. 
And when you get hold of it, when you realize that you can feel the way you want to feel even there at work. Now, Esther's been saying to Jerry, because they've, they've had the advantage of this meditation CD for a bit longer than you all have had access to it. And they are totally addicted to it in the sense that they know every time, surefire, they're going to feel even better after they listen to it than they do before. In other words, it raises their vibration every single time. Because in every moment of every day, there's a new set of criteria about who they have become. And so once you start taking control of what you're doing vibrationally and you start then noticing the, the results of having taken that control, you never want to go back again. And then you catch yourself in the earlier subtle stages of constructing something unwanted. They had a, a very interesting, uh, chaotic, and ultimately satisfying book launch with this book. Esther said, isn't it ironic that this is a book about getting in the vortex and the book launch itself jerked me out to the point of whiplash? Because the book was launched on November 15th and on November 16th, no one could find a book anywhere. They sold out and some of them were defective in some way and, and that was when Esther found herself, what else could go wrong? <laughs> because everything that could go wrong went wrong with that book launch. Everything that could go wrong. The publisher didn't print anywhere near enough and then when they were sold out, no one could get them. So it went from number two on Amazon. They were between George Bush and Wimpy Kid. <laughs> For days and 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 then suddenly no books available. Amazon took them completely off their website altogether. It was marked unavailable for now. And Jerry and Esther said, maybe we need to listen to that thing. <laughs> In other words, uncontrollable situation, nothing that they could do anything about, certainly justified in the negative emotion that they were feeling, but everything that they were feeling completely contradicted everything they know and believe and everything that's written in that book. Because what's written in that book is, you can control the way you feel regardless of whatever the current situation is. Whatever the current situation is, you can control the way you feel. Maybe not this red hot minute. You might have to write some scathing emails first. You might have to complain to your husband to the point that he wants to run away from home. In other words, we're not saying, we're not saying that you can do it this red hot minute, but ultimately what it comes down to is you have a choice. You can control the way you feel. And if we were standing in any of your physical shoes, we would not put up with negative emotion, not even for a little bit. And we would not ask one other person to do one other thing differently in order to try to support the way I feel. Because if the way I feel is dependent upon what a publisher does or what a friend does or what a neighbor does or what a job does or what an employer does or what a friend does or what a child does or what a partner in a relationship does, if your happiness is dependent upon what one other person does, be very afraid. <laughs> because you cannot control 
what anyone else does, but you can control the direction of your thought. And so let us just say it to you softly. You may not be able to control it this red hot minute because you've got vibrational things going on and law of attractions bringing you more stuff like it, but you can eventually control it. You can eventually feel better. You can eventually get control of your vibration. You can eventually raise your vibration. You can eventually allow the vortex to bring you in. You can eventually do it. If not this red hot minute, you can eventually do it. And once you show yourself that you can feel better and once you then see what feeling better yields to you in terms of manifestation, you say, I don't care how long it takes because I wasn't waiting for the manifestation in order to have a response to the manifestation. I've learned how to feel good pre-manifestation. I've learned how to feel good right now. So the manifestation is irrelevant. How I feel is the only thing that is relevant, you see, and I got control over that getting more control every day, getting better at it every day, because I want to feel good. I want to feel good. Everything, everything that I do, everything that I want, whether it's a material object, a state of being, a pile of money, a relationship, an enterprise, an empire, every single thing I want, no matter what it is, I want because I think I will feel better in the having of it. And we'll say, you can just turn one little thing. I don't have to have the manifestation of it to feel better. I can feel better now. I can feel better now because what's keeping me from feeling better is an opinion that doesn't square with the opinion of the source within me. So if I decide that person is not a good person, that doesn't, that's never going to square with the source within me. And I'm going to feel negative emotion and I'm going to use that as my excuse to not get in my vortex for as long as that's my opinion. If I've decided that I'm not as good as someone else, that doesn't square with my inner being. My inner being knows different. If I feel unworthy, I'm always going to be out of sync with my inner being. If I think I can't do that or I shouldn't do that or somebody's better at that, every thought that you think, the emotion that you feel is your indicator of how it squares with who you really are is and what you really are knows, you say. So if you say, oh, I get this. I get this. I can feel my way into vibrational compliance with the successful source within me. I can feel my way into compliance. And we promise you, if you feel your way into vortexual compliance, the entire universe will comply with you and your desire. And time becomes irrelevant because it's all fun. Wait. Did you hear that? Time becomes irrelevant. The gap won't bother you because it's all fun. It's fun feeling better than I just did. It's fun getting clearer than I just was. It's fun knowing more than I just knew. It's fun rendezvousing with others who know it too. It's fun watching the manifestational, co-creational dance that's coming in response to my improved vibration, my improved vibration. How fun it is to mold this vibrational clay. It's fun to mold the vibrational clay. The manifestation is, is not the main event. The molding of the clay and the energy in your belly is. Well, as always, Dalian, Abraham delivers. <laughs> you know, instead of quitting your, your, your job, raise your vibration. Um, you know, 
the potential where you stand is huge, Abraham talks about. If you can find a different frequency, are you letting what is control your vibration or are you consci- consciously affecting your vibration, right? You, you, you can think your way through it, which is kind of what Ambrosia has been doing, or you can accept that you're, you're a vibrational being, emotions are your indicator, set your intentions to raise your vibration, You'll be shocked, she said, how much you'll find, uh, how many opportunities will find their way to you. You know, and I, I of course, the, the story is really cool. I love these types of stories. You know, diamonds in the backyard, bloom where you are, you know, some of those things. Uh, and, and of course, then she kind of jokes and makes fun of us all. You're not doing a very good job at managing your vibration. And of course, that's what we're all here learning to do. That's what this whole show is about. Um, so, you know, most people, of course, are in vibrational chaos and and they're creating uh knee-jerk reactions to what they're observing it's kind of like close your eyes stop stop looking at what you've already created that's like you know if it's there in your story now that's if you want to know what you'll uh experience tomorrow look at what you're feeling and drumming up vibrationally today so whatever you're seeing today is really a reflection of an old you that no longer exists right um And of course, as you start making this your primary way of approaching your life, you start catching yourself in the early stages of creating that which you don't want. I know, Dalian, you know, for you and I having spent lots of time together for many years, we've both been able to observe the other get much better at this. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a daily conscious effort, right? Like, like we always say on the show, uh, but we're continuing to, to pursue that. And we, because we're pursuing that, you know, I know I can look at myself uh and know that i've come a long way and uh, I, I know i can observe your story and see how far you've come and uh of course the journey is the goal there's still more work to do and we never get it done as abraham says but time starts becoming less relevant because it's all becomes fun right she said you know it's the the gap doesn't bother you as much between where you are and what you want to see next yeah, it's interesting, Brandon, with your interview with Sheila Gillette, where you ask Theo, um, you know, will we become a planet of masters, essentially? And, you know, it's something that I believe is really sort of our ultimate destiny. So we will arrive there perhaps, you know, many years in the future. But right. uh, what I think is fascinating is what you said applies to that or vice versa, because we are here to manage our vibration. But it's so clear that right now we're still stuck at the um, you know infancy of our evolution, really, or our adolescence, where we're sort of raging teenagers, right? right like with exactly. the hormones just like flaring up. <laughs> uh, it's the human monkey mind that just like takes away our attention. And I suppose the master's element of that whole equation is because we're destined to become very disciplined, like a Zen master or something like this, right? Yeah. We're destined to get to a point where we will manage our vibration really this in a very disciplined fashion, but it will be easy and natural because it's, we will sort of have it all together. And one of the things that I can see is how there's a transition, the the sort of growth process that takes place is moving from, you know, the monkey mind stage, you know, the uh, raging hormones, teenager stage where all the, you know, again, the Maya, the illusion of life just takes you away all the time. Right. So it's like constant squirrels distracting yeah, you. Right, you know right. what I mean? And and sometimes, of course, it's hard to avoid that. If you're talking about issues of work and money, then, I mean, it becomes extremely difficult to see through the illusion when it's something that's really affecting your livelihood yeah. or something you deal with every day, right? So, right, right. But in the end, it's the same because no matter what happens out there, you will want to just manage your vibe. You will want to always try and feel the best you can, think the most constructive thoughts you can, be the most positive you possibly can be. Uh, even if that's only a little bit, but you know, it's, it's like Abraham says, manage your vibration, 
start from where you're at and move towards where you want to be and understand how that whole process works. Yep. He talked about feeling your way into vibrational compliance with the successful source within you, right? Into the vibrational compliance with the, with the vortex and within you. So such powerful, there's so much information packed in there, of course, with Abraham. And it's one of those things you could probably listen to every day and continue to get more out of it. But, um, yeah, Ambrosia, hope this helps. Thank you so much for writing in. Any of you guys who haven't written in yet or would like to be on the show, that's something that I'm getting around to. I have several people uh, we'll be doing that with and, and you'll, in the coming uh, episodes and you know weeks ahead. And, uh, of course, writing in your questions, too, works just as well, and we're happy to just you know sort of read those and, and go off on them. If someone hope- sent meatloaf, though, they might jump to the front of the line. <laughs> they might, you know, get in right, front right, of the yeah, very top you, of the queue. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta coax us with, uh, with a. With a <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. Oh man, um, <laughs> that requires a lot of explanation. So maybe that doesn't get edited out. Oh yeah, I'm just planning a Z seat there. Yeah. <laughs> That, that will bloom oh, in future episodes. Oh, well, Dalian, we are out of time for today. <laughs> thank you guys so much for writing in, uh, or thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we do have some music as well. What do you have, Dalian? A track by a couple of producers, um, Elaine Bugrain Duborg, I think is one of their names, and Arno Elias. Okay. They have this track with a, a female singer who sounds kind of like Sarah McLachlan and Dido. I uh-huh. don't know her name, but... Track is really cool called Guide Me. Ah. Hope you enjoy. Meatloaf. <laughs>